Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidrid podcast with yours truly, Sidrid Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done. Thank you for allowing us to wake up and to hear your message. Thank you, God, for the King of Kings that you are and the Lord of Lords for being our Father and our Omega. Lord, you are the beginning and the end for us, only if we allow you to do so. And so, God, as we hear your message today, I pray that you open up our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes, and we invite the Holy Spirit to speak through me so that other people can be spoken to and understand what the, what is it that you need them to know from this message. I thank you, God, for this opportunity. Bless everyone that's here and those that come and follow with a hashtag replay. I thank you, Jesus, for who you are in our lives. And all in the name of your mighty son named Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, hablas en español. Sí, yo hablo español también, pero cuando estoy haciendo el devocional es en inglés. So yo puedo tratar de tirar algo ahí por español, <laughs> pero la, el devocional que de donde yo leo es en, es en inglés. So se me hace difícil hacerlo en inglés y en español a la misma vez. Um, pero yo trato, yo trato todo lo que yo pueda. <laughs> She's asking me if I, if I do them in Spanish. And I said, I, I can do them in Spanish, but I really, the devotional itself is in English. Hi, Teresa, how are you? And so I do them in in um in English, um, and then I could probably try to translate here and there. So, but let's get started. So we did our prayer already, and the today's Bible verse, okay? Hoy es de um, Primera Corinthians, so First Corinthians two four, okay? Capítulo dos, versículo cuatro. So First Corinthians two four, and the message, the 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 message says, my message and my preaching were very pl- plain, were very plain. Okay. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I rely only on the power of the Holy Spirit. Tell me to read this again. It says, my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And again, that's found in 1 Corinthians Two, four. And I'm going to go back to that later on, but let me read the message. It says, demonstration of power. That's what the message is about today. Demonstration of power. Surrender to me so that you might be filled with my power, enabling you to accomplish the plans and the purposes that I have for your life. The surrendered life makes others thirsty for me. Your life of faith on this display is the greatest demonstration of my power. I want to read that again. This is super powerful. It says, your life of faith, your life of faith. Okay, hold on. Let me put this here. On display is the greatest demonstration of my power. You don't need to allow witnesses as you think of it, sometimes you will hardly need to interact at all. Just live the life of faith, allowing Christ to live in and through you and embracing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. 
I want you to have an open heart, sensitive to people and the situations around you, looking for opportunities to be a living testimony to others, spending time each day in prayer, seeking my will and asking for my help to enable you to stay within it. I will give you all the courage and all the strength you need to lead people to Christ. Follow my prompting and I will do the rest. Only I can save lives, but you have been called to live in such a way that others will seek me. If you will become filled with me, you'll find yourself living in a life that brings heaven to earth. And I think there's a couple things that I love that are super powerful here. Let me get some water. Because every time I'm talking, I get very thirsty. So I love that it says, your life of faith on display. What does that mean on display? I looked that up and pretty much is it's your presentation of your life, what you do with your life, what you're doing, how you're showing people, you're displaying it for people to see, right? What you do every day and what you say every day is being displayed, is being seen by others, okay? Is the greatest demonstration of my power. So with what you're doing and how you're living life and how you're communicating, what you're saying with the things that are coming out of your mouth, how you're reacting to things, that demonstrates God's power. So you are demonstrating God's power within you. That's powerful. Only I can save a life. Amen to that, right? But you have been called to live in such a way that others will seek me. Again, you're demonstrating God's love, God's joy, God's mercy, God's um, um, forgiveness, okay? God's, um, um, just the way that God is. That's what we need to be doing is demonstrating that to others. And that's how people will see what's different about him or her. What is it? Why is it that things, um, even though they're going through struggles or they're going through difficulties, she's always smiling. She has a, 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 she's always blessing on others. She's always complimenting others. She's always loving or he's loving on others, you know, cause it's he's and she's that do this. So that's demonstrating God's love and God's mercy and God's grace and God's joy. Even though we go through the struggles, it says here, he only saves lives, but as, as you have been called, but you have been called to live in such a way that others will seek him. Others will see how you react, how you speak. And it's not that I'm not talking so much about the cursing. That's part of it as well. But you know, we, I'm sure we all do it here and there, right? It comes out. It's more of how you're presenting yourself. How are you blessing on others by just comp complimenting them? Are you smiling? Are you always, are you always gro uh, uh, gropey or, or sad or um, frustrated or angry? I mean, how are you living the life and showing that you have Christ within? I think that's what it means, right? I want to share something that was very powerful for me. I, when I read this, this verse, I was taking down my notes and I put the, this is how I take down my notes here. And I put down 1 Corinthians 2, 4. I'm going to read it again because this, this verse was very powerful for me. Um, <clears throat> it says here, my message and my pre preachings were very plain. 
Now, if you don't know, um, this book, this is a, uh, I think this is a, hold on, let me make sure. Because I wrote it down. I want to make sure that I did. Yeah. So this book was written by Moses. This is the first, this is a first Corinthians. And this book was written by Moses. And Moses wrote the book for us, you know, to see how, to share with us, in other words, you know, how he was living for Christ. And so in this, in this verse, it says, the message and my preachings were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. And I wanted to share that because I want to ask and have you think about, have you ever thought about sharing God or your experiences with what blessings that God has given you, or maybe a miracle that he's blessed you with, um, that he's done for you, but you don't know how to say it because you feel like I'm not educated enough. I don't have the right wordings. I'm not sure if I'm going to... Um, um, be able to make an impact I don't maybe she won't understand me or he won't understand me and, and I thought of this because that's me almost every day <laughs> surprising that's me every single day when I come here and I share with you the word of God <clears throat> excuse me and the messages that come from this book by the way if you want this book it's called he whispers your name and it's by sherry hills and i share it because some some of you like to um read with me when i come here and i read this and i and i'm ready to read this book and i'm most of the time ready to read the the message because i study it the night before or even early in the morning and i do my due diligence right this is my these are my wordings this is for me to understand like where did this who wrote this book where why was it written things like that but anyway I, 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 this message hit my heart because for me, I thought sometimes I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Most of the time, I have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth. I don't sit here and study every single word I'm going to say. I just study the message and I study the, the, the verse. I read the verse and I go into the verse and I study it and I ask God, how does this apply in life general? But, and then I read the message. But whatever I say here is coming straight from the heart. It's coming from whatever God wants me to say. And I can't tell you how many times I felt like I'm not educated enough to come out here and talk to people about the word of God. I know the word of God. I've read the book probably about four times from the beginning to the end. That doesn't mean I know everything. I don't remember half of it. Sometimes I have to go and look at things. Sometimes I have to Google and say, okay, wait a minute, who, who wrote this book? Or what was Moses trying to say? Or what was, what was Abraham um, talking about? Da, da, da. What was the story about this or this? About? Because you hear so many. So I'm still learning and I'm teaching myself. And of course I go to church and church and, and the pastors and, and the stories and, the, and there's so many th ways that I get taught, right? I look for things to teach me, right? But, I, but I'm not I'm not an expert and I've heard and seen some some ministers and some motivational speakers have such wordings <laughs> I sometimes can't even get my phrases correctly I sometimes can't even get my words out right, um, um, the right way I, I, I stumble through my, my words and, and I, I say to myself why am I why do you want me here God why do you want me to minister to people when I can't even say sometimes the right words? And this message hit home big time. Because Moses says, 
my speeches, you know, and my messages were just very plain. There was no big aha moment. There was no production. There was no massive words. There was no, you know, connection with, uh, you know, let me let me put this and this together so that it can make sense with to people. There was none of it. It was just him doing exactly what I'm doing. Just sharing a message and sharing a scripture. And when I thought about this, I said, I am so grateful that I read this because it made me realize that when people send me messages, thank you for the message you did today. It hit me home. It, it, it made me cry. It impacted. It taught me what I needed to do. It shared with me, you know, little things that I'm experiencing. Thank you because I'm going through that right now. When I've gotten those messages, they keep me going. They keep me going because I realize, okay, this is where God wants me. And I'm sharing this with you because have you ever experienced that where you maybe want to share with someone something and you think, I'm not educated enough. I'm not, I don't have the right words. I don't think I'm smart enough. And I wanna tell you that that is a lie because God put you in that situation for a reason. And we don't have to have the best vocabulary. We don't have to have the best speeches written for us or you write the best speeches. We don't have to have the best productions or, you know, that's not always how to reach to people. Sometimes we need to reach to people in the exact level that we're at because those are the ones that need it the most. God already has those other ones that are, you know, educated and have the scriptures and have the vocabulary. I'm not saying not to become better for yourself, but don't worry about where you're at now. Don't allow that to stop you from getting closer to the dreams and the desires that you have because you think you're not enough. I learned this last night and it was a great feeling to understand that, hey, I don't have to be as perfect as the rest. I don't have to have the right words. God eventually will coach me and train me and I will learn and I will reach to whom I need to reach. And you will reach to you who, who you need to reach just the way you are. And as you get closer to the Lord or as you get closer and you need to learn more about whatever it is, whether it's the word of God, whether it's praying, whether it's maybe a position you want in your job and you think I'm not good enough for that position. If that's the nudge that God put in your heart, don't stop yourself. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But if it, but if it is, even though your mind might say you're not good enough, God says you are enough because you're his masterpiece. And a masterpiece must be perfect in his eyes. So I share that because you just never know what is it that God wants you to do? And in this here, this, this, this message, it talks about us being examples to others. Because when we're examples to others, people see our um, inner. People see who we are. People see what we're saying. People see how we're reacting. And they are seeing that even through the difficult times, you have a smile in your face. You're still hanging on there because you believe in Jesus, because you believe that God is going to get you through the circumstance. And that that's going to attract people to you. 
And people are going to want to know what it is that you have. Have you ever heard someone say, I don't know, what she, I want to have what she's having? Because they see something beautiful within you that they want to emulate. I guess that's the right word. I don't even know if that's the right word. See? They want to copy. And that's you bringing them closer to God because you're doing that. You're reacting that way. You're being that way because you know deep inside, God's got me. And he says it. Only I can save a life, but you have been called. Listen to this. This is super important. We have been called to live in such a way that others will seek me. Others are going to see you and they're going to be like, whoa, what's happening? Whoa, I want to be able to experience that. You're going to touch lives that you never even imagined. You don't have to be perfect. He did not create you to be perfect. He knows we are imperfect. But what he did create us for was to bring others to Christ, to share with others the word of God, to share it through how we present ourselves, how we communicate, how how do we react when someone pisses us off? Because we know we do get pissed off. I'm just saying. How do we communicate? How do we react? Do we allow our emotions to get the best of us all the time? Are we always acting through through emotions? Or have we gotten to the point that we know that yes, this is a difficult time. Yes, I'm very frustrated at this moment, but I gotta step back and I gotta pray about this because I gotta see how God wants me to handle this. Or he might not want me to handle it. He might wanna handle it for you. That's what this message is about. Demonstration of power. The demonstration of power is your life Listen to this. Your life of faith on display, that means for the world to see, is the greatest demonstration of my power. Your life of faith on display is the greatest demonstration of his power. How are you demonstrating your life? How are you displaying it? What are people seeing? And are you stopping yourself from sharing this wonderful message with other people and who and how God has changed your life and got what God is doing in your life because you feel that you're not enough or you're not educated enough or you're not capable or you don't have the right words or you're, um, I'm a New Yorker so I can say this, or you're too ghetto, you know, or you're too wild, whatever. You know, I mean, where, where are you with that? Do you feel that you're not, you know, you don't have the right wordings? That's not what God is saying here. He says, I will give you all of the courage and the strength that you need to lead people to Christ. Follow my prompting and I will do the rest. Follow him. Follow what he says. Follow the nudges. Talk to the, give people the example, the testimonies. He's going to do the the rest. It's kind of like you plant the seed. You plant the seed. And when I read that message, when I read that it says, my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, 
I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. That's all we need to rely on. We just need to rely that God will put the right words in our mouths, but we need to open that mouth and share with people what God's done for you. Because I, even though, even though there's many of us struggling in many different ways, so many of us struggling in so many different ways, if you just take a moment, five, 10 minutes, and you, you listen to me, y'all, this is so important. If you would just take five or 10 minutes, longer if needed, but at least no less than five minutes, and that's very small timing, and you just write in five minutes everything that you're grateful for every day. Try it for 30 days. A grateful journey. You will see how your life turns around. You will see that what you bring about will be more than what you are thinking now because you don't have time for the negativity. I always tell my people, my people are my friends and people that are following me or people that are hearing me, what you think about is what you will bring about. What are you thinking about every day? Are you, are you full in this mind? Are you cluttered with all the negativity, with all the bad things that are happening, with all the things that you have to do that are just overwhelming you, with just chaos in your life at the moment? Are you allowing all of that to ponder in your head and it's making you cray cray? It's like, oh my God, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Okay, I gotta do this, oh my God, I can't, but I can't do this. Oh my God, this person's sick and I gotta make sure that I gotta go here. And I, what are you doing? Or are you thinking about gratitude? Are you grateful every day? Because you know what? I've got to run and go get my daughter here, my son here. I'm so grateful I have this car that I'm able to do that. I'm grateful that I have the kids because there's people that don't have kids. I'm grateful for, you know, having this time with them in the car, even though we barely talk because they're playing other thing. We're still talking to them. I'm still saying, put your phones down. Let's talk for a little minute. What are you grateful for? Are you taking time to look at your life and write down what you're grateful for every day? What are you grateful for? You know, when I went to the retreat, um, when we had the retreat last, in August, because we're in September already, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it was gonna, it's gonna be like, a, in a couple of weeks, it'll be a month. Um, August 17th, we had our retreat, right? And um, in the retreat, we saw a movie. It was called Blessing Bracelets. And the that's, if you've never seen it, it's a Hallmark movie. It is an absolutely gorgeous movie. So if you get a chance, I would highly recommend it because it opens up your mind. And in this movie, uh, there was a lady and her, she was having a difficult time in, in, in life. She was getting divorced. Um, um, she was a single mother um, raising an, a, 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 a teenage son. Um, and she um, had no job. So she was looking for a job or she had, sorry, I think she had a job. She was looking for a second or a third job because that's how much finances, they, how money they needed. And so long story short, I'm not going to tell you the whole story. I want you to watch it if you get a chance. The concept is she used to, a long, 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 long time ago, prior to, I guess, maybe her son being born, um, used to make these bracelets, pearl bracelets or beaded bracelets. They're really beaded bracelets. 
and she called them blessing bracelets because every time she would touch a bead, she would thank God for something. She was grateful for something. And so um, it was absolutely amazing. It was so beautiful when I saw the movie. I looked at my husband and I said, I wanna get these bracelets for the women in the retreat so that we can always remember to be thankful for something each day. And so I couldn't, I, I found those bracelets that were a little bit over our budget, but I found some other bracelets that were similar and we wear them. And this one has seven, the other one had four. This one has seven, one, two, three, four, five, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, it's seven, I knew it was seven. I was like, I'm doing seven. Here it is. <laughs> There's seven right here, right? And so I, I have it on. I have them. I usually wear it on every day unless I'm in, the, in my office because I don't want it to bang on my keyboard. But when I go out, I wear it on. And I go like this, literally. It's just so that you can take this bead bracelet and you just, for each one, you thank God for something. Just something. Okay? Um, and it was so touching. And it's funny because these ladies are still talking about their beaded bracelets. And I've seen pictures of them afterwards out and about and they have their bracelets on. And it's awesome to see that they understood that it's just to remind them about being grateful. Just thank God, thank you Jesus. Seven, th seven things to thank Jesus about every day. Just seven things. So whether you use a bracelet or you um, write them on, on, a, on, a, on a gratitude journal um, in the mornings, in the evenings, however you want, I promise you it's so much better because your mind is transforming into being more grateful than dealing with the garbage that's out there. Because we have it. We all do. But we can transition that. So I hope this message touches you in a little different way than the norm message that I've done. Because this is more about you taking an action and knowing that you're enough to just share God's message and the miracles that he's done for you and being grateful and sharing with people how grateful you are with what God has done. It could be this small, it could be this big, it doesn't matter. You'll see how great, when you, are, when you do those things, more people want to have what you're having because they see the joy that you have. Being more grateful brings more joy. And so I think we all deserve a little bit more of that. So thank you for supporting me. Thank you for coming out and listening to my messages. Even though this woman doesn't have those prestigious uh, speeches and messages. I don't have anything huge. I just have a book that I read from. And a Bible that I read from. And my notes that I, that I mark here every day. So I can share with you what I, what I, what I get out of this. Okay. Um, and hopefully that's been helping. So thank you all who have been so supportive and have shared these messages with your friends and family. And thank you for those of you that have reached back out to me and have shared with me what the messages have done for you or have done to you. Because that even gives me more energy, more gasoline in my, in, in my, my, my movement here. I'm like this now, right? To make sure that I continue. But I continue because whether you're here right now or you come later on and you hear the message and you send me a little message saying whatever it is that you want to say, it makes me realize that I don't need anything big except for Jesus and he uses me to give you what you need. And I'm grateful for that. So God bless you. 
Don't forget your God's masterpiece. He created you to do something spectacular. Are you doing that? Do you know what it is? And as long as I'm alive, you're never alone. So if you feel like you're alone, reach out to me. If I can't help at that very instant, I'll lead you to someone that will help you. We have a massive group. It's called the What's Life About group. And these ladies there are supporting each other, blessing on each other. It's a safe environment to communicate and be be a friend. And if you need a friend, it, there's many there. So we're excited about what's being built there. It's a massive community right now. So we're growing daily. So if you don't know about it, send me a private message and I'll share more about it with you. God bless you. Take care. I love you. And have a fabulous weekend. Bye-bye.